This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Weather worries slowly gaining on demand worries again. July has been a brutal month for both corn and soybeans. Both have cratered as a bin buster crop is all but assured. And global demand will shrink so badly the world won't even need the millions of tons of Ukrainian grain held hostage by Russia. Neither, of course, are true. But for traders, perception is reality until reality proves the perception wrong. Cash basis has only improved further this week, continuing to lag the break in futures. The latest drought monitor from the National Drought Mitigation Center, based in the University of Nebraska at Lincoln, shows 69% of the United States is experiencing abnormal dryness or drought, down only 1% from last week, and still 12 points higher than this year's low in mid-June. On a state-by-state basis, last week's range did indeed shrink the drought footprint in Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, and Indiana, but on a crop-by-crop basis, the data shows the drought footprint for corn actually rose a point to 30%. It grew three points for soybeans to 25% and three points for cotton to 71%. It shrank just two points for spring wheat to just 17% and improved crop ratings on Monday reflected that. Now there's intense heat back in the forecast for much of the western corn belt in the already baking mid-south. The stage is set for declining crop condition ratings for corn, soybeans, beans, and cotton through the end of the month. I tend to look at things from the 50,000 foot level. On corn, we're testing the long-term uptrend on the monthly chart and really need to hold above the $6 mark. As for rebound potential, the 750 mark will be tough resistance. We'll need to see whether worries bear out to get us there. For soybeans, the break has been brutal this month, but started from such a high level. The long-term uptrend remains intact so long as futures don't drop below 1350 As for recovery potential, tough overhead chart resistance lies just under $16, now on the monthly soybean chart. It's been another highly volatile week in financial markets, wrapped up with the spotlight on several important economic reports. The round of reports painted a mostly positive picture of the economy. Retail sales grew by 1% in June to beat expectations and reverse a contraction from the previous month. However, the sales gain was ultimately more than offset by higher inflation. Consumers were shown to benefit from lower-than-expected prices on the import index report. The import price index rose only two-tenths of a percent compared to the consensus estimate for a seven-tenths percent increase. The softer import price growth likely had something to do with the stronger dollar. Dollar strength is overbought and overdone. Consumer expectations about our economic future are the important feature in the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Report. The sentiment index at 51.1 came in better than the expected reading of 50, which would have matched last month's record low. Consumer inflation expectations improved slightly with a survey result of 5.2% coming in under the average trade guess of 5.3. All the new numbers reported Friday are being used to inform expectations about the upcoming interest rate hike decision from the Federal Reserve Bank. Financial markets have recently priced in as high as a 75% chance that the Fed will boost the economy's main lending rate by a full percentage point, which would be the largest rate increase ever. Few measures of the general mood among farmers are more closely watched than the Purdue University CME Group Ag Economic Barometer. 
Firmware sentiment remained weak in June as the survey's index of future expectations declined five points to a reading of 96, the lowest level since October 2016. Rising costs and uncertainty about the future continue to be a drag on farm sentiment. Just over half of respondents expected their farms to be worse off a year from now. The most negative response received to this question since data collection began in 2015. We would note that the poll was taken before the big break in grain prices suffered this month. The July poll is being conducted right now with results scheduled for release early next month. A little less confidence in rising farmland prices was evident. Both the short-term and long-term farmland value expectations indices declined in June. In proper context over the life of the survey, expectations are still strong, but considerably off-peak confidence last fall. Non-farm investor demand and general inflation pressures are the two top reasons cited. Changes in the 2023 crop mix were hinted. The Purdue survey showed farmer bias toward more soybeans and wheat in 23. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.